What's up, world? This is We Need a Fifth. It's your man Mo. Got my man P in the building. What up? And Hill on the line. Yo. Um, first off, uh, we're wishing a happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there listening. Um, absolutely. Hope that you guys um, enjoy your day and, and that it's everything that you, you need it to be. NBA playoffs. Semifinals um, in the NBA playoffs are, are pretty much almost all wrapped up. Got a couple of teams that have gone fishing. Mm. Want, want, want to talk about the? Want to first talk about the teams that that are going fishing? And let's first talk about um, the first one that went fishing, the Phoenix Suns. Um, big news out of Phoenix this morning. Looks like Monty Williams, the four-year head coach with the Phoenix Suns, has been fired. Um, it looks like his ownership decision. Um, of course, whenever a head coach is fired, ownership has that, uh, have a part in that decision. But it seemed like um, owner, the ownership from all the stories that are out there, that the ownership really led the the um, the way in in taking the job from Monty. They've already started on that road of what what they're gonna go, what they're gonna do going forward. The Phoenix Suns, that is. What else can they do besides getting a new head coach? Should the Phoenix Suns be looking to do in order to get better and possibly um, get over the hump? Um, I think the you know the elephant in the room is what do you what do you think you're going to get from DeAndre Ayton moving forward? I think that's the I think that's the first uh, task for the coach, the general manager, to bring trust to the Phoenix Suns. What do you think you go win a championship with him being your starting center? I, I think that question has to be answered, and yeah, they have to come to some type of agreement. And you know, philosophically, how is this going to work? Yeah, also agree, but I think Yeshiva kind of jumped the gun, which I think a lot of owners and managers do once they come in is clean house and put my stamp on things. I think for them to get better was to retain Monty. And I think the move, as you saw in the previous years, was the difficult relationship between Monty and Aiton mm -hmm. and the leftover baggage. I think Aiton should have left maybe two years ago uh, when he was possibly at his highest trade value. Um, they had a little scuffle towards in, 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 the, in the playoffs on the bench. The move should have been made there. You had a disgruntled center who got exposed in the series. So to get better, I think they took a step back and let Monty go and keep an eight in which eventually you're going to have to get rid of eight. And I think when the coach comes, so you're going to lose a good, two very good head coach, I guess we'll decide once he goes on to other endeavors. But um, it's with KD as well. I mean, you gutted a team for this guy. And what pieces you can add on, I mean, you have four, you have two out of the four pieces, which to me now are unplayable. That is going to take up 85% of your salary cap and Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton. And you got a uh, 36-year-old Kevin Durant, who's not the same, you know, just, just with age, with moving laterally, you know, and his game has diminished some. And Devin Booker, who has taken that next step. So I think you just have a 1A in Devin Booker and a decent to 
very good compliment player in Kevin Durant coming back next year. And Chris Paul is just going to be Chris Paul. So I, I don't know how you weigh these things in getting rid of DeAndre Aiden. And to me, alleviating yourself with Chris Paul's contract, who's going to want that? No one. The answer is no one. So I, I don't think you can get better. This is their team. I think you can only hope that you get improvement with a new voice, if if anything. But I don't I don't see that happening. You know, it it sounds like um, from both of you guys, your initial comments. It sounds like you guys have lost faith in Aiton or in the ability of a good head coach to turn Aiton's, I guess, game around, for lack of a better term or um, his, how he approaches the game um, around and kind of change that for the better. You guys have kind of given up on the Aiton project. I, I think I'm betting on pretty much on Monty's, um, on Monty's information per, per se, by the way he played him and was going to, I, I don't know if he's that guy, but that could just be it. And, and Matt might have a good, sense of things and maybe he feels that Aiden could be that guy with a new voice so who knows I mean the future might hold that it could be Monty yeah. and a new voice would establish Aiden as maybe a dominant center which he can be and it was just the nature that those two just couldn't get along you know I'm, I'm just batting on Monty that's all so I could be wrong yeah for, for me yeah I, I mean at first I didn't see it but people you know gave, had David Robson comparisons I never saw that I was thinking more like a Robert Parrish, where you could be an all-star center and help your team, you know, go to championship runs. I don't see that anymore. And furthermore, I think some of this might be the general manager. Because you passed on Luca, you passed on Trey, you passed on SGA. You picked this guy number one. So I think it's, it might be in the GM's interest to make this work. And I think he's done a good job. Uh, that that pick, you sometimes you miss some, you know what I mean. But it, it wasn't like it was a horrible pick. He's not, I don't think he's a bust. He's just not the best player that was available in that draft. Um, but you know, just watching him play, I, I think you probably could get. You're better off getting assets for him than waiting on for him to become whatever you think he can become. Because I I don't see that happening. I hope it does. I wish the young 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 guy well but I haven't seen any improvement. And it's, it's not just, all, I understand you have a start, uh, you know, Durant, Booker, they have a lot of shots, but no, th there's enough food on the table for you to eat. Because, you know what I mean? They average 35, that's only 70 points. You could have, you know what I mean? You could get more, and then you got a rebound. And that's probably like the, the biggest thing when I'm, you're seven feet tall, you're not giving me 10 rebounds a game in the playoffs. What's the point of you being out there? Mm. And and again, and I, I think the, the message is written on the wall because we saw, um, you know, Isaiah Thomas mysteriously pop up at the games. Mateen Cleaves, who was a teammate of the owner, so I, I, I think there's going to be changes. More changes to come. Wait, wait, but what team? I was thinking of a team that possibly might work for them in a trade. I don't know how it would be. Would give some youth some picks and some shooters. I mean, would Golden State take a fly on them? You had Wiseman already. If that, and, and that's my problem. Do you think he's Wiseman? I, I'm I, I, hoping he's better, but 
right? No, no I, I think mean, he's better, it, but it, I don't think he's that much better. You know what I mean? Oh, like wow. he's 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 yeah. shown that he's he's a better player than Wiseman at this point. But I, I, at this point, whatever you see, I think that's what you're going to get. Don't, I, I wouldn't trade thinking. Know. I wouldn't trade him thinking. Okay, we could make him a better player, or we could motivate him. I think this is what he is. Yeah, if he proves you think, wrong, that's great. But and I think Golden State would probably be a terrible fit for him because with Golden State, the the systems that they run, they need their power forwards and centers to have a high basketball IQ because they are part of the offense. And I think that was part of the the problem with Wiseman is that hey, he can never get his role straightened out as far as hey, how do I how how can I manipulate this offense in order to get minds off and. Or how do I, you know, read the offense the way it needs to be read? Um, with with Golden State, their their power forward and center positions, they're critical in what they're trying to do offensively. As far as hey, being able to get the ball out, uh, rebound, um, being relied upon to make good decisions. As far as hey, passing and stuff like that, um, I don't know if that Golden State would necessarily be a good fit for him. Um, Cause he's, yeah, I don't think he has a high basketball IQ, DeAndre. Yeah. Because he's a much, he's a, he's a, I think he's a, an upgrade from Looney. I disagree. Really? I think, physically, yes. Physical talent, IQ wise, I don't think it's close. No. And I'll take, I'll take the IQ in this and, case. And, and, and also, it's IQ and motor. And I'm not going to, question his IQ, but I will question his motor. And um, and with Golden State, I truly believe that, hey, their center and power forward positions um, specifically, you have to have a high motor because they're not running plays for you. And you have to have a high basketball IQ because when you do have the ball, you're expected to make a good decision as far as uh, facilitating a, 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 a quick a moment. A but good or great shot for someone I, I, else. I agree, but I think that's for all thirty teams. Like, why would you trade for a player with a low basketball IQ and a in a, a low motor? Like, that's for any player in the NBA. No, I, I think he needs to change the scenery. Because I, I, I think he needs to change the scenery. I, I think I, I haven't given up on it because I think he is. I could be wrong. I think he's a significantly skilled big man if he's to focus. I I just think. Booker I I think he and needs... A.N. and I mean Booker and KD and then it was Bridges. I, but right, but I think past, he has to be more of a focal point. Just I past think playoffs, he, he was the third option. Yeah, yeah. But like he's he needs... if, if sorry, Mo, go ahead, go ahead. Yep. Go ahead. Not here. Now I can. Now I can. Yeah. Sorry. No, I just I, I think he's he's um, the prime example of potential gets co- get um, coaches fired. Mm. <laughs> this is this is it. Hell, well, to your point. Phoenix, so nothing can be done then for Phoenix. If he if he's that if that's the case, then and they're gonna be stuck with him, then nothing could be could help Phoenix. Oh, definitely, yeah. I I think Hill to your point. Aiden needs. Aiden probably would be a perfect fit for New York 
where you have a traditional type of pro- point guard. Hey, Jalen Brunson is the type of prototypical type of pro- point guard that Aiton needs to play with. In the sense that Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson, for for whatever, as much as I don't like the Knicks, I know I don't like the Knicks. Hey, he's a solid point guard that knows how to utilize his weapons. If you're on or you have a mismatch, Jalen Brunson will get you the ball and get it to you in your right spot. I think with Phoenix, with DeAndre, and they've always been reluctant for whatever reason include him in the offense or or take advantage of mismatches when he has to the point where, hey, he gets disinterested. He loses his motivation to have that motor and, and be involved with the game. I think you put him in a team with, where, hey, you're obviously the third option. There's nobody else that we really can pass it to. <laughs> you know what I mean? You or just describe, but you're describing, the, you're describing the Phoenix. You have Chris Paul, who's a point guard, who uses his weapons, even when he went but down. You know what, for whatever reason, P, Chris Paul and DeAndre never really clicked like that as far as getting eight and rolling like that. Well, no, he, he averaged 18 and 10 during the regular season. So I, I see Chris Paul turn Tyson Chandler to damn near an all-star. So if, if he couldn't do it for DeAndre Ayton, mm. uh, to me, that's on DeAndre Ayton. Okay. Or it could be on the coach. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, you get a new voice. It, it literally could be Monty. I don't think so. Um, uh, that, yeah, I think motivation comes from within. I can't. Right. I can't but, ship him around the, the next thirty teams and wait for someone to motivate him. He's not motivated. He just ain't motivated. Okay. I think he's always been invested to either leave or Monty leaves. You know what I mean? He desperately wanted to get traded, and now Monty's gone. So we'll see next year if if his motive. I think that was the issue, right? He wanted to get away from Monty, whatever it was. So we'll see. I guess this will be the true test, and then we can actually see if it's internal or if it's their relationship. And we all can agree that um, Phoenix needs to solidify their bench as well, right? Oh, they need to solidify their whole roster. Besides KD and Booker, I I, I think you need... Solidify their starters, too. Yeah, yeah. um, Payne played well, but I think he's a good backup point guard. Um. Yeah, they just they just need more talent overall. If even if Aiton gets motivated, raises his basketball IQ, they just need more talent on that team. I mean, you might have to look over there in Atlanta if you want to package um, DeAndre Aiton because I think if you can get something like a John Collins and uh, whatever deal it is to get, I don't know if they want you know keep DeJounte I don't know you need something to solidify that Chris Paul is not going to be there at certain times and it's going to be something better than campaign I like campaign he's a good back but you need some type of spark that can run an offense and allow Booker to be book I think a lot of the energy with Booker having to run the offense and get his own shots a lot he plays way better off the ball let so. me ask you something and I, and I already know the answer. I think I already know what you guys are going to say. But in line with that type of suggestion, Hill, of um, getting a trade with like Atlanta, getting maybe John Collins and, and DeJounte Murray or or even a Trey Young, whatever. Um, <laughs> if you do a trade like that, 
are you having a conversation with Chris Paul of maybe coming off the bench to kind of preserve his legs? And then, hey, so that, hey, you're available during the um, play, playoff season and kind of limited his minutes in the, in the regular season, um, bringing him off the bench, maybe playing him 20, 25 minutes a game. And then come playoff time, you can kind of ramp that up because, hey, his body has been preserved and he should be in a better physical position. Would that be something that you guys would think? Phoenix if we have something that's viably better to start, yeah, sure. I'm not doing it if it's campaign. Gotcha. If you have something gotcha. that's viably better, sure. I mean, we had a discussion who's better between him and Westbrook, and Westbrook came off the bench. Hmm. I don't see yeah. how it hurt his ego for Chris Paul to come off the bench to save him, and the fact that he's almost 70 years old. Yeah, uh, right behind eight, and I think I'd get rid of him. Hmm. Oh my! How now Whoa, we're talking? Wow. Huh? What? Chris Paul, fifty-one million dollars. You pre you're preserving him for what? To get hurt? He gets hurt in the playoffs like every year. It, you it, know, I'm all for getting rid of Chris Paul, but how is what I'm saying? Oh, um, mm, figure it out. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm all hey, P. I, I thought they should have cut bait before they re-signed him for that contract because I knew it was going to be hampering. How, I mean, what he, where? The Lakers, traded, the, Lakers, the, the Lakers traded Westbrook. Absolutely. Absolutely. But no, before y'all even go down this track, it gets so disrespectful to a future Hall of Famer. Um, we're going to move on. So the next thing that going fishing in the West is the Golden State Warriors. The defending, well, they're no longer defending champs. The um the reigning champ death of a dynasty. Yeah, is it the death? That's maybe that's the question. Hey, is is this the signal for the uh, death of the dynasty of the Golden no. State dynasty? I don't think so. I think they'll just retool. I think they'd be okay. Hill? Um, I mean, you saw how the Lakers exposed them. If they're gonna retool, they need some offensive bigs. They can't play three on five in these cases. And that's what they were going out there doing. Looney was a liability and uh, and, and Dre's going to have to get back in the lab. What it has shown me is that you're going to have to open up the vault somewhat and retain Draymond Green. He is beyond valuable to that team. So what they can get is to start packaging some of their so that's a bad contract with um Jordan Poole, but you can get something possibly off of expectations what he can be. You know what I mean? I think he'll flourish somewhere else. A la uh, uh Kyle Kuzma. Hmm. I mean just you come off a championship. You no, know, it's time to get out, time to go. You know what I mean? So they have some pieces which they can move and I don't think they're tied to them. But they they they, they need some athletic Bigs to match up with uh, um, Clay and Steph if you're going to keep it. You know what I mean? I was thinking possibly pressing a button and doing something for two years with uh, with Steph and, and and literally almost clearing house. Keeping Steph and then everything else after that is. Oh, wow. Whoa. So you're taking it, you're saying they some 
You're basically yeah, saying Thompson, that as in Clay Thompson, I would turn into glue. They they need to to consider the nuclear option and just blow yeah, it all. Clay will be gone. Clay will be gone. Draymond will be gone. Absolutely, and you start to, you know. Rebuild and acquire assets. You have to consider this an excellent run and a great dynasty. And you, you did your bidding for Golden State, but you don't want to hold on too long. Trust me, I've been here. And, and, and I would say this opposition to that. I would say Exhibit A: See San Antonio Spurs. They did that too. Kind of blew it up. We got rid of Kawhi. Hold on, and they still haven't been right. And that's like almost ten years ago. Yeah, but you can't keep the. I mean, it, it's either win or, or 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 not. I mean, that's how these great dynasties of San, San Antonio and Golden State and Chicago are built. It's not to compete; it's to win. Mm. And if they're getting okay. long in a tooth, and and people are running around them, then you got to do something. And if people try to hold on to things. I've started to learn that later in my life that. You have to move on in these uh, typical situations when there's sentimental value to keep it, and that's 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 Bob Myers. He had to make these decisions, but if I was in his shoes, I would look towards, you know. But do, do do you think they've gotten to that point yet? To be fair, because you still Stephen you're one, year, still you're, one year, you're you're one year off of a championship, in which. Steph played out of his mind and a couple of things tweaked in which you guys got a championship. I'm not going to say got lucky, we got a championship. But had they not been, this would be two years into it. Well, actually, it would have been, what, five or six years into it mm-hmm. without winning the championship. So I think last year bought them some time, which maybe might hinder them making some um, some tough decisions. I mean, so if we're going to look and retool, and you're going to keep Draymond, and Draymond's going to want thirty-five million a year. I think you just—I think you just let him opt in into his player option. I think that's like twenty-seven, twenty-eight million, and then next year's up for you know the following year after that. Hey, he's a free agent, and you you get an opportunity. I think you run it back pretty much. And that's the problem with that with opting in. You gave Jordan Poole a contract. You gave him a contract. Yeah, that, and you're that, allowing that, him to opt in. You're giving bad optics towards someone who's giving you championships and someone who literally shot you out of winning another championship. Yeah, you committed to Jordan, Jordan Poole. The Jordan Poole still looks very bad right now. Um, I, I, I would try to that. send him to Dallas or something because I feel like Golden State needs a Christian Wood type player. Mm-hmm. That'll, that'll that'll be a good you know duo if you know him and Looney offense defense you know what I mean like I I don't think they're that far off because I think the Lakers are a really good team they lost a really good team and they mm-hmm. beat a really good team in Sacramento so I think if you could get a Christian Wood type player um I know you know I'm not you got to make some moves financially obviously to do that but you know I, I don't think they're that far off and beating and and in beating Sacramento. You got a one outrageous game by Clay and five stinkers and mm-hmm. Steph going nuclear, in which Steph had to almost go nuclear these last two games. It's someone like Toronto. You can't keep having these games with Clay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And these games with Dre and these games with Looney, when people just could focus double boxing one on Steph. And these guys go, I mean, you had these guys in getting double figures. 
That's fair. So, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what more, I mean, we all have this feeling what Clay could be, but he's getting older and he's not as mobile as he is before. He doesn't have that lift and, but he's typical Clay. He, he can get hot. I don't need you to get hot. I need you to be hot these games. So, uh, yeah, game, game six, Clay didn't show up this time. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. Uh, P, you, you agree with Hill? They should blow it all up? Oh, no, no. I, I, like I said, I think they're just a Kristen Wood type player away. I, I would not blow it up because, you know, you blow it up about time you get it rolling again. Curry's done. All right. All right. Golden State looks like you got some work to do. Um, the next team going fishing is out of the Eastern Conference. With a smile. <laughs> Look at this guy's smile. <laughs> I can't help this it. Guy so is happy. Wow. I mean, <laughs> whew, this really made my That's weekend, happy. fellas. I'm telling you. Um, it wasn't, I, wasn't my dream scenario. Because my <laughs> dream scenario had the Knicks losing in seven in a game fighter. And just Jimmy Butler just stepping on there so in Madison Square Garden. But know what? I'll take Miami in six, you know? Um, and when New Yorkers, when you ask what happened, the Butler happened. That's what happened. Um, and New York, now we can have a purity of purpose. Now you guys can focus on the only New York team you should really be supporting. Those New York Yankees, okay? Uh, <laughs> but outside, come on. This is bringing us right back to reality. This is where New York Knickerbocker basketball is at, people. It, 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 it's, it's, it's mediocre at best, people. You have but I, I feel like I'm monopolizing this part of the show. Fellas, what do the Knicks have to do to get better besides – just blowing up the entire franchise and starting from scrap because that's where I'm at with it. But, um, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not where you are, Mo. I'm not where you are. And I'm not where the next optimists are either with the future is bright. I didn't see it. I see that Brunson had a heck of a year and he's a special player. But they have some tweaking to do. I mean, if you're going to tell me that the fact that IQ meant so much to this team, then that should say enough about what this team should mean. And I like Emmanuel quickly. I really do. But they need, I, they need to know. I tell you, the only players I like on the New York Knicks team or that, not even like, I just, I respect their game. And I think they're solid professional basketball players. Brunson. Heart. I'm done. That's it? Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much done. Brunson and Hart. Well, maybe I quickly. I, I, I might I, I might put too quickly in there. Yeah. But uh, he, he's too inconsistent for me a little bit. But um, I like IQ. I like IQ. I think Hart is just that. I think he's he 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 gives New York what they feel like. He's a John Starkish Hart type player. I don't think Hart has talent. Okay. But he has heart. 
Mm-hmm. And, and maybe that's what I like about him. I like about him. Hey, he's willing to spend, get in the dirt, get grimy and whatnot. And that's what New York needed, you know what I mean, from him. I I think he he's learned to be a star in his role. Um, I like Jalen Brunson, solid, solid point guard. Um, I think New York fans, be careful on how you put him on the pedestal. Don't put him too far, too high up. He's a solid point guard. A good basketball player. Do not make him the greatest of all time like y'all trying to do with Pat Ewing, okay? I'm That's all I'm asking for New York. He, he, he's he's it. Best point guard since Frazier, though. He's better than Mark Jackson now. You think so? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. I, I, I can listen to that. Yeah. He's, he, John Bruss is a good player. Um, yeah. I, I, I want Mitchell Robinson for what he gives as a defensive present. He's a liability okay. on the offensive end and the free throw line. You have to get rid of dunks. Obi Toppin serves no purpose on the next. You know what I mean? Evan Fournier didn't smell anything for coach's decision. I'm, I'm thinking, I mean, he, he was there starting two guard at one point. And fellas, I mean, and that, and that's another thing I want to bring up. Like, you got scoring on the bench. Because Evan Fournier, if I know he can't play a lick of defense, he's not really a facilitator, but one thing the boy has been able to do, or one of the reasons why he's still in the NBA, is he's been his ability to put the basket through the um, through the back ball through the basket. So why don't you put him out there, especially when you're having stretches when Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle are sitting, where your team is struggling to find offense? I think we got to start looking at the coach too. And I'll defer to P on this one. I think they're, for lack of a better term, a team of playmakers as opposed to a team. I think uh, Jalen is that common factor for them. However, you still have rogue, unidentifiable players. You have one-on-one players in Barrett and one-on-one players in, in, in Randall, which need the ball at certain times, as opposed to defying roles as a, as a small and a power forward that can operate. I think they all want to call that number. Um, and that could be the problem. I think that number should be called. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's just my observation. I, I Who would I get rid of on the Knicks? Probably all of them. Um, but I guess to sustain their success, they're probably going to retain Randall. And Benari... That's, That's what, what I don't understand. I would, I would like, find, yeah, but they, yeah, I will find some way to get I, heart cannot be a two guard. You need you need shooting. You need some sort of shooting outside. They go through these lulls. They turn into Miami light when they're playing against Miami. So like they can't score outside of Bronson and Randall creating their own. So I mean they need shooting. Well, I, I think you need to get rid of Randall. I think hey, the experience lasted long enough. He got his money. Get him out of town. Get him to someone that 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 wants to deal with that contract and his proclivities during the playoffs. Um, I, I if I'm New York and you're serious about, hey, we want to be a championship contender, 
you got to get rid of some of this dead weight and realize it. Because this is the third season. He hasn't shown up in the playoffs. Yeah, but he's this, been an enigma all his career mode because he's done what he's done in, in, in L.A. and other places. He's been this type of guy and this type of scorer in which it's led to some sort of success, yet failure. I mean, I would say he's an interesting part to the Knicks, but... But and that's what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Like, you you kind of get it. Like you, you kind of need him. Yeah, but, hurt that, them. but but that's the G right there. You don't need him. <laughs> you need to to get rid of him and utilize whatever perceived value that the NBA has for him and try to get somebody to take the, take the contract to give him some assets. Because at this point, if you need you need him to stay mediocre, because that's where you, where you're at right now. And unless you're a team that's saying, hey, we are cool with being mediocre, and that's our ultimate goal, to be mediocre, then keep Julius Randle, New York. It's keep crazy, him. though. He explained to me how we do get rid of the guy, but he was an all-star. Yeah, it, it, it's weird. Um, we'll get into this later. I know Mo's drives Mo crazy. He's an all-NBA player. Deservingly uh, or not. On paper, sure. he's, an all, he's an all-NBA player. <laughs> So it's kind of tough to say, okay, you have this team who, by the way, overachieved. They were the five seed. They weren't supposed to, they weren't supposed to beat Cleveland, technically. So I, I don't think it's like doom and gloom. So I, I do see where there's some optimism for Knicks fans, but it has to be guarded optimism because but, I think I think this is as far as they go with this, this with the, how this team is constructed right now. Right. Um, similar to, like we said, with Golden State and Phoenix, I think they need like a two-way big. I, I like Mitchell Robinson on defense, but he's, like you said, he's a liability. So I think you need a, another big because you're playing four and five out there at times. Mm-hmm. Um, Great. What about that, Fournier? So three on five. Yeah, four, yeah. so yeah, like Fournier, I, I'm trusting Tibbs. But Fournier doesn't get any playing time. So yeah, like I, like I said, I'm trusting like Tibbs. Trusting Tibbs but I'm trusting Tibbs. No, but trusted tips. Maybe he's not, not in not in practice, because he's like, what is he? What is Fournier? Fournier's up there. He's not the youngest dude no more. No, I, I think we're thinking it's like I'm the one thing Fournier used to give shoot. us. See, that's what I think. I think one thing he might have been used to be able to do is shoot. I'm not. I'm not convinced that he still could do that. You know what I mean? Like you have Derrick Rose there too. There's a reason why Derrick Rose is not coming in. He's not what he once was, and I think that might be the same thing with Fournier. As far as Randall. I think to get better and get past the second round, you probably would have to deal him. And I think it's a good idea what Mo say because he is all NBA player, so you get what people perceive he's worth. So I think that would be you could yeah, get really something for. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be a good idea because this is as far as you get. You, this is it. You try to t- try to Herschel Walker um, trade with Dallas. Basically, you try to get get some foolish team that says, oh, Julius Randle was an all-NBA player. He'll be a great addition to our team. Yeah. yeah I, Give us all your young assets. Yeah, I, I think you, you could Fill get maybe offense. you possibly could get three solid players for Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a possibility. So if you if you want to go that route, you know, you got to make sure they are what you, you know, uh, which you need to fit your squad. But I think if you could trade Julius Randle, get good three solid plays in return, especially a, a two-way big, like I said before, I, w- I, w- I would do that. I, I don't think the Knicks are in a bad position, though. I think they're in a pretty good position. But 
because it's the New York Knicks guys, you know they won't do this do that. Because that well, would be too much like right. I have to I have to I and mean they still I, have James Dolan as their owner. That's all warranted, but you have to give them credit because they 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 did a we would last year we would have said the same thing. You're overpaying Jelly Brunson. That was that was the best move for the offseason. You know what I mean? You got to give them credit for that. You got to give them credit. And I know traditionally they're horrible. And that's probably like one out of a hundred moves that they got right. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I give them, I give them credit for that. I, you- I see if you were going to keep Randall Brunson when they do their isolation plays, those two, um, there's always, they're whipping it around, the, they're whipping it around the arc or they're whipping around the key for a shot. And which I would say that would be Fournier or if it's usually Brunson having a shot and he's going to make it. But if you lock down the defenses were smarter and key on Brunson, it finds its way to heart all the time or topping. That to me needs to be an Allen Houston-ish or dare I say a spider. You know, someone, I mean, if you had a shooter right there that can hit that shot outside of Brunson, I think the Knicks would be a really good team after that. I, they need someone where they kick it around and it's not, a travel move because Hart doesn't feel comfortable to take the shot or Toppin stepping out of bounds or he's chucking up a three or Barrett's making another move in which he's going to... It always finds itself in the hands of someone who in turn is a playmaker as opposed <laughs> to a shooter. Bless. And I think they need that. Where I'm trying to think? Oh, can, um, I don't know if they could get them, but I think they, what you're describing to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but kind of like a, a Malcolm Brogdon, um, Derek White type mm-hmm. player. Yeah. Right. I th- I think those would be good fits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, another year with the New York Knicks not, not winning the championship. Um, <laughs> and I think this makes it since 1976. If oh, I'm not oh, they got a while to get it. That's what you're thinking, baby. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I, if you're I, talking I about wanted... championship is the key for this team. <laughs> <laughs> What are, you, what are you telling me, Nate? Wimbenyama and possibly Shaq. <laughs> so you don't see the Knicks being a championship contender anytime soon. No, I'm with Pete. I feel like this is this is what you're gonna get with them. A six, a five, maybe a four, and better, I think. There's nothing wrong with being that mid-level, run-of-the-mill type team. It's more success than they had in previous years. So you, you gotta take it and just hope for some luck in these yeah. series. Do you hear that, New York Knicks fans? Nothing wrong be, with being a run-of-the-mill average team. Love That's it. exactly Love what you are. Playoff team. Love okay? Just, 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 just average. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think. What should these teams that have lost in the semifinal rounds what should they be doing um, for the future? Do you think we're on the right track with what I, we consider their best paths to the future is? Um, hit us up on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, hit that notification button so you know when the next video is coming out. Don't forget to hit that like button as well. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also reach us directly at we need a fifth at gmail.com. All right, we got the one conference finals set. We got the West set. That would be the LA Lakers versus the Denver Nuggets. 
Are we surprised at all that we got to this point with these two teams? No. No. Not at all. Um, I, I, I've had the Lakers in both series winning in seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so pat myself on the back. Mm-hmm. And Denver's okay. the number one seed. So, yeah, this is where they should be. I'm always doing a cautious, pessimistic, and going against my team and being very ecstatic <laughs> when they pull out, cause these uh, these Ws. So I'm gonna continue to say I'm cautiously optimistic in uh, in, in this series. Denver is gonna be a daunting task for the Lakers, but I'm I'm happy they're here. Yeah, I, I think I'm in, in your in your bus, Hill. In a sense, of cautiously optimistic. Um, I. I'm still not confident in Anthony Davis as far as his availability. I I fear every time someone breathes on him that he's going to be injured. That, and that's my greatest fear right now. And and also couple that with his inconsistency um, as far as hey, he seems to only like, I think, the odd number of games now. Game one, game three, game five. Game seven. So um we'll see. Um it looks like he's starting to um get comfortable with being a little bit more consistent and being available and playing through injury. Um yeah. I, I think this this upcoming series is gonna be a real tester as far as his legacy. I will say this. And giving Rob Palinka some props and major props. I look at this Laker team from top to bottom, and they are stacked. And that's with development with Austin Reeves. That's with D getting into his game. This is a hard out with especially you're saying just from these guys, Hashimura, uh, Lonnie, the way they're their engines are going. Even Gabriel, when he gets in there, everyone is buying into this. Yeah. And you're telling me that LeBron James and Anthony Davis are on the back end of that. It's a scary task for anyone. If AD is playing anything like he's played in these last two series, they will steamroll their way yeah. to a chip because you're yeah. giving me LeBron James being able to hold his tank whenever and pick his moments. If you're telling me he's going to be fresh, to me, any one-on-one basis, he can back down whatever three you have that you're going to throw against him, and it's going to be to his advantage, and he doesn't have to go give you 41 minutes. This is a scary team. Yeah, they're, they're at where Phoenix is trying to be. Like, Absolutely. This, this is the blueprint for Phoenix as far as surrounding your two stars with, with role plays, like you always say, Mo, um, starring in their role. Um, yeah, this, this is what Phoenix, Phoenix, this is what you need to do. You have the two yeah. st- two superstars in, in tow already now surrounded with talent. Yeah. And I think um, like you said, Hill, this series is gonna hinge on Anthony Davis. If Anthony Davis is um being dominant and um playing to his potential, then like you said, LA should be able to to steamroll Denver. Mm-hmm. Um but if he's inconsistent at all. I think Denver is the team that will take advantage of it and be able to pull out. 
um, especially with the way they're playing now. I think Denver is playing the best defense that they've ever played in their franchise's history. I, I honestly, the way their their um their players are getting after the ball, um, attacking attacking offenses and stuff like that, rebounding. Um, Aaron Gordon is showing out defensively. Um, and you got these guys that are showing up on the defensive end. That can get you a bucket. Brown. With that being said, I think they're the second best constructed team in, 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 in this game. I mean, they're number one for a reason. And from top to bottom, I like what they represent. I mean, see, you got you got Green coming off. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that That's versatile, uh, big. You have Brian that's in the background. You have uh, uh, Brown. You have a lot of things. You got Brown and, 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 um, and Bruce. That they both can throw at you. They they they're one of twelve is stacked as well too. That they can throw. It's gonna be a heck of a series. Yeah, I think um, AD and it's not even so much offense. Of course, you need the points, but I feel like if he yeah. could control the paint and control on defense, yeah, because they have they're deep enough where the offense could take care of itself. Um, mm-hmm. Austin Reeves, Schroeder, uh, Rui, all these dudes could could pitch in offensively. So like scoring points is not a big deal for the Lakers mm-hmm. right now. I think if AD could hold it down defensively like he did in game six, like, you know, you're not going to get 20 rebounds, but, you know, 10, 15 rebounds, a couple block shots. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the key because that, because that'll, that'll allow the other players to get out and run and, you know, get easy buckets. So AD's defense, I think, is really the key, specifically his defense. And you're dealing with transition, like you're saying, P. Joke likes to have it at his speed. Mm-hmm. What Golden State did to them last year was that have him run up and down. He was out of it, out of his element, and he was low key. He was dominating Draymond when they were able to slow it down. Right, but right. if you could push it up, and then you talk about AD seven feet. So if they start to run him off the court, you're gonna have to start putting Joker in these positions where he found himself on the bench sometimes in situations last year, which is mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, but you know what though. That's necessarily going to work so much this time. I think Joker is in better condition than he was last year. Yeah, but he can't um, outrun. A, he can't outrun. He can't I'm not saying that he can. What I'm saying is that hey, he's in better condition. He's running up and down the court a little bit more with more more energy. Um, you saw that in the last series that they had with Phoenix. Hey. Like I, mean, I said, with Denver, because with Denver's defense, they were getting at them and running. And hey, yeah, but Joker, that's his pace, Mo. He's not running up and down the floor. And he's always the one lagging into it and coming into the play. He's always the last one into every play. And we just talked about Aiton's motor. That's 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 different. That's that's different. I mean, lateral movement and 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 running him up the court. I think that's one thing that that's a Lakers super plus for that guy. He, he, I mean, he just can't. He's lugging too much, too much luggage. He has. Yeah, two eighty, two ninety. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think that it's going to be as detrimental to Denver Nuggets than it was than it would have been last year. I think he, like I said, he looks to be in better shape. They, yes, they that's are, good, but they, that's good for him. Are, but he cannot keep up with AD Mo. He is in better shape, but he can't not, keep up with him. And I'm I'm not saying that he can keep up with AD, but what I I am saying is that hey, Denver has shown their ability, especially the last two two rounds, 
hey, they can play at a fi- faster clip. Whether he's the last man down, hey, um, I, I, I'll give you that. But the team as a whole can play at, at a faster clip and have been playing at a faster clip. Yes, but he plays into that hole. Here's my situation. Like, when the Lakers are playing Golden State, Draymond Green will agree is a much faster player than Joker. Okay, yes, yeah, definitely. You were having it in which we're running transition and the trailer is Anthony Davis on 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 three on one fast breaks with the Lakers. When they're running, he's running. Mm-hmm. And he's out running. You're having times where it's 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 Steph three on one. It's mm-hmm. Clay, Steph three on two. The Lakers are running, they're running. These guys aren't making it down, and that's Draymond Green. If the Lakers are out pushing off a rebound or off a miss and they're taking off from coast to coast, just number-wise, you're going to have mismatches. More number. Five to yeah. four, five on three, because they're running. Gotcha. And they once they take it out, they can get back. He just can't hang with them. And I think that that plays a part when you're switching up. So each basket is important for Denver because when he's just setting up top of the key and he's giving these backdoor little cuts and layups, if they can maintain that, that half-court offense, and with misses, and they're switching back just like that, the Lakers should have an advantage with them getting back. From a half-court offense standpoint, it's a little different, but in transition, no, yeah. Guys a liability. Guys a liability anyway on defense. Seriously, if you haven't been picking roll defense, he just doesn't move the puppies that well. That's just been Joker's MO. Yeah, he's gotten better yeah. this year, but the guy still has major flaws on defense. But yeah, I, I I can't argue that. And and that and that's what's frustrating about DeAndre Ayton. Because what they were doing to him, he should have been doing to them as well. That should have been a push defensively was. So it's another indictment on DeAndre Ayton. But this series is, I mean, each one gets better and better. I mean, NBA is just is I, I again I'll 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 save my uh judgment with this Philly-Boston thing, because Miami is there waiting on them. It'll be competitive over there in the East. I will watch it. But excitement will be on the West. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who do we think is getting out of that Philly-Boston thing? The Doc Rivers will be in the booth, I think, possibly. In October, I think he'll be on TNT. There's no way I feel they, they win this game. No way. I I, I hope but I got Boston by a minimum of 15 points. P? I'm going Philly. I'm going rogue. I'm going oh, I, was, I was about to say, I, I know you're not going to pick Boston, Mr. Embiid fan, number one fan. I, I trust I, the process. Know, I need the MVP to be the MVP, man. Yeah, simple as that. You know what? I like the franchise. You know, but I think they show, um they they got back to their defensive roots, and I think they're hungrier than um James Harden and Joel Embiid. I think Boston pulls it out. Okay, wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. yeah, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm an Embiid guy. Um, oof, Doc, you know Doc's track record as we spoke off air, not the best in Game Sevens, but um. I'll go Philly games. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. 
it sounds like um, if the 76ers lose, you guys feel that Doc Rivers should lose his job. Well, I, I don't feel that way. I don't feel that way. Oh, hell. So, so you think Doc Rivers should keep his job if he loses a 3 1 opportunity to go to the conference finals? He's the, he's the what? Third seed, and he loses to the two seed in game seven. That's kind of what's supposed to happen. Philly, Philly wasn't picked to win the series. I mean, I thought Doc should have been on TV seven years ago. Okay. okay. I think he's been just collecting checks for these last seven, eight years. I'm, Doc, this, this is what you're going to get. So I don't, I'm not one to advocate, I'm not one to advocate anyone's firing. But I think Doc should have been on TV seven years ago. I'm of the thought that if you can't pull it out, might have to, might need a new voice in the locker room, and maybe that's the issue. No, no, it'll be. I don't even know if you get any further than what Doc has gotten him. But this is what Doc does. I don't think you get. I don't. I don't don't know if you can get better. I don't. The team might regress. Doc is what probably got them here. I just don't think Doc can take you there. So in that case, why replace him? With that being said, I did it seven years ago. Now let me ask you this. Boston loses this. Do you think Joe Mazzulla should lose his job? No. Not at all. No. Um, what is he up? Yes, he's a first-year coach. He took over during all the turmoil. Um, what something has something happened? I don't know. Um, it's not like the it's not like the guy's not that coaching. Um, so yeah, I just it's, it'll be a tough loss for him. But it's, he's a he's a rookie coach at the end of the day. Um, hey guys, hit us up on social media. Let us know what you guys think. Um, who do you guys have um, winning the LA Lakers versus Denver Nuggets series? Um, who do you think will meet Miami Heat in the finals, conference finals? Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, um, TikTok. Uh, you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit that like and notification button so you know when the next video is out. And also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to your podcast. You can also hit us up directly at we need a fifth at gmail.com. Fellas, what's on the radar? Uh, for me, it's a Tuesday night draft lottery. Um, as a show and as a personal show, we, I've, we've held off pretty well on the Wimby hype. You know, we, we touched upon it uh, maybe a couple of episodes ago. Uh, well, it's like a coming. couple of months it's ago. Coming. But that wave is coming. coming. Um, coming. I've 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 been quietly watching dude on the NBA app. (laughs) All centers, get your stuff together, man. Joker and B, you guys will be okay. Everybody else, you got like six six months or something like that. (laughs) Get your stuff together. He's 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 on his way, man. So it'll be interesting to see where he's going. Then his um. Didn't his predecessor who you think he would have played at Virginia or no? They tell me Ralph. They tell me Ralph, Ralph Samson. 
And it, it's funny, the people say that's that's he's Ralph Sampson with more range or more handle. Um <laughs> Well, we just hope he's healthy. <laughs> that, that's that's the whole that's 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 the scary part. That's it right there. That's the Ralph that's Samson you right. don't. That's a part of Ralph Samson game you don't want. But um, <laughs> yeah, the, the draft lottery for me. Man. So I'm sure we'll get into Wimby in the episodes to come. Hell, what's on the radar? Uh game seven. <laughs> I mean, for me, James Harden, please come through for all. All of all the the flack I take from you guys and that other guy that's waiting in the wings, James Harden has to have a big game seven. I can't he's have him show, deferring, giving me eight points and fourteen. I, I no no. He's no, gonna no. show you who he is. Hill. I he need twenty five points, twelve assists from James Harden. I don't need Maxi being the second best player in this team tonight. I mean this afternoon. So forget that, for me. That might, that, that might be the reality, Hill. I got like I said, I got Boston blowing him out, which would mean he didn't have a good game. So I'm hoping at least he shows some face and, and, and throws up some good stats so I can argue on the way out. For the guys who's not in our group chat, if James Harden is to show up, there's gonna be a lot of Kyrie and Trey Young talk. Yeah. Trust you. Just, just trust me. It is. It's, why? Yeah, I don't know. But it's gonna be a lot of Trey uh, Young and um, Kyrie talk. Um uh, yeah. what's on my radar? Game seven. Um also, I can't wait to see a couple of Knicks fans um, later on this week to kind of share my joy and their demise. Um, yeah, I'm there for that. You know, a lot of people, y'all know who y'all are. Heard from you in a while. We'll be talking. Um, other than that, yeah, um, game seven and then um, conference finals. Coming up next week. Can't wait. NBA basketball. It's been uh, a really good product. Oh, uh, yeah. It's been top notch. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the best basketball I've seen. Uh, um, yeah. This year, between the college tournament and this playoffs. And shout out to you, P. I mean, shout out to you, P, with just some historical facts. But, you know, this is just the bubble working its way back into uh, existence oh, again yeah. with, you know, you know that was a that was a good uh, point with these last you know possibly four teams that's being left. Um, yeah, it looks like the Lakers could prove to why this right. How hopefully they could prove that that wasn't a fluke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what Lakers Denver rematch from the bubble Western Conference Finals, and um, it might be might see a Celtic Miami rematch mm-hmm. with the Absolutely. 2020 bubble final. So. Um, all the uh, the Disney World or Disneyland critics, Lakers ship don't count. It obviously did. It's, it's there's no difference. It's the same team. Cream so, rising yeah. to the top. Cream yeah. rising hey. to the top. Yeah. Fact yeah. over. Hey, fellas, it's been real. Peace. All right. To the next time. Stay safe. Let's go, Lakers. Come on, yes, come sir. on, Doc. Come on, Doc. Come on. Yes, man. sir. <laughs>